The Joe Mays and J-Rap Show is brought to you in part by Mays Sandwich Shop, serving delicious hometown favorites to the Westlawn community since 1947. are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out! The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball! Hockey. The Big Ten Championship lies on a measurement. Did he get it? No! He didn't get it! Penn State holds! They brought back the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they've brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions. NFL. He's in! Patriots win the Super Bowl! Brady has his fifth! What a comeback! Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Rappa. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the 245th episode of the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show. I am one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting next to me, my co-host, Justin Rappa. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back, and once again, you know, fortunate, you know, um, I, I've been fortunate kind of through most of September. I, I am ready to talk about NFL football today. Yeah, you're having a pretty good month, or, and especially the last few weeks. Yeah. Things are pretty, pretty good. Hopefully... Yeah, can't complain. Hopefully, hopefully I, we don't go like two full months between wins now. So that, that would <laughs> Like be, last year. That would be key, yeah. I'm hoping that when we do this show again in two weeks... Yes, we I agree. I full-heartedly agree. Because... Whether or not the Eagles and, and win, that doesn't affect me. No, you just hope I get another trifecta. Yeah, if as, you get a trifecta in two weeks, I'll be very, right, very yes, happy. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll touch on that in a little bit. Oh, sure, for sure. So uh, here we are, 245th episode, kind of crazy. Think of how many we've done. But our main topic, as usual, is the NFL pro football. Here we are, week five already, if you can believe it. And... I'd like to say some teams are distancing themselves, but we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of nothing. I feel when looking around the NFL and most teams' records or how they've been performing, I don't know that there's really a completely dominant team to date. I mean, I guess the team that's getting ready to play now that's undefeated maybe can claim that honor, but they had a close one last week, and, and some people and are doubting them this week. Right, exactly. So it'll be interesting. I think we'll know more in about three three hours or so, um, you know, have a better idea of, of what that is going to look like. But other than that, yeah, there is, there's no one really separating themselves as, as a really top tier team. Now, you know, it's kind of crazy. They're more than a quarter of the way through their games, not through the season yet, but through their games, uh, most of the, uh, most of the teams. So, um, yeah, I, I did wear this shirt, uh, you know, my, my Eagles, and it, and it uh, has, it's the, you know, the jersey, it's got wins on the back. So, um, 
you know, I'm, yeah, anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that game in a little bit, but um, definitely was wearing the shirt today. Uh, I'm just wearing a show shirt. Yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of like a Jay Cutler shirt, because he seems blue all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, he may be after today's game. Hey, yeah, so I've got a stat for that game, too. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's start on Thursday night, yeah. where we, uh, you know, where the week gets kicked off, and we'll kick off the show with it. Patriots, Buccaneers, New England not looking like the dominant team we expected them to be this year. They got hammered a bit on opening night by the Chiefs, who we just alluded to a few moments ago. And they haven't looked great in their wins. And they were coming off a loss to the Panthers where the defense just looked looked awful awful once again. Right. But there was no way they were going to lose three times in the first five weeks, right? Well... Thanks to Jameis Winston and crew, not just him, but and crew, um, the Patriots did manage to to get a win. Um, they won nineteen fourteen. However, um, you know, I know it's one to be like, oh, well, if they would, you know, if they would played better, well, obviously if they would have played better. But if you watch the game, Tampa really, really looked not that good. Um, you know, and honestly, I, I still feel like this game tells us more about the Bucks than it does about the Patriots. Um, Patriots found a way to win, which is what teams are going to do, especially good teams. And I, I am still taking the attitude on Patriots of, you know, when I'll believe they're not good, they're yeah. sitting at like six and ten. Like, and the, the season, playoffs, the season is yeah. over when they're then, not in the right, playoffs. Then I'll believe they're not good until that happens. And just a record to our to our New England listener, I'm not saying they're six and ten. Like that's what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, I still think they're going to be there and they're going to be right there at the top of the AFC East and AFC, and, and you know, and competing. Yeah, you know, come those cold games at the end of the year. So when you look at, you know, oh, well, they didn't win, you know, it wasn't a good, pretty win, you know, you would expect them to bounce back. Yeah, they were a Thursday night road team. So when we look at that, Thursday night on the road, we usually write those teams off pretty much from the beginning. So, um, but they do have their issues. Um, and you could see that. And Tampa wasn't able to like exploit that really at all neither um, team living up to the hype we gave to them entering the season i know you were a falcons bandwagon for the nfc south and i was all about the buccaneers i I still think even with a a win by the panthers that we'll talk about in a little bit i still think that division's open for any oh yeah any of the really even new orleans i wasn't that high on has at times looked like they they could uh put up a fight with the other three teams yeah. but uh, falcons panthers uh, definitely right. right now after five weeks at the top but all of them have had their issues the thing that's that i look at here though is okay so with the patriots yeah their defense is is awful um but so are the bucks the bucks defense is bad and i know they you're like oh well they held new england to 19 points eh, yeah that again i would i wouldn't really you know peg it on that they they are bad, and for a def- this is supposed to be a team that has offensive weapons, but is supposed to have. They've spent a lot of draft picks and things like that on defense over the last few years, so it's kind of interesting that they don't have, you know, they're not really able to stop a lot of guys here. So, um, as New England comes in, um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll kind of see how it how it plays out, but I. While there are still uh, concerns in New England, I think they're going to be fine. Um, maybe not the dominant you know team that's going undefeated like everybody said was going to happen this right. offseason. season, um, but 
I think there's much more room for concern in, in Tampa. Um, because look at, <laughs> I know if you look at the standings, it doesn't really show that, but look at the divisions, right? The way Atlanta's playing, the way Carolina's playing, and like you mentioned, the way the Saints are playing, they're no gimme either. Like, that's going to be a really tough division. The The way the AFC East teams are playing, um, and we'll get to those results, you know, from this week in, in just a minute, but, you know, some teams had, had a chance to put some distance between themselves and the Patriots, and they didn't do it. So, um, and the other teams, well, you know, I don't even know. They're, yeah. Well, it just it has been a weird year so far. There's no dominant team that we've been used to over the last few years, and maybe that's good. It's a bit odd, but right. it's different, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. I, I want to see good football, and I'm not sure we're getting that. I guess that's more no. of my problem than the lack of a dominant team or teams like right. stepping up is we just just seems to be sloppy. Yeah, And I don't know if it's the lack of cohesion and practice time because of the changes to the CBA, CBA finally catching up, or if it's an aberration, or if it's something else, something is just not clicking with everyone. Right, yeah, and I, I don't, I feel like it, you know, it is one of those things that's interesting, because, you know, when the CBA immediately changed, and I don't know that this is the case, but when it immediately changed, you didn't see that drop-off right away. Well, that's because you had all those guys who are veterans in the league, but now you're starting to have guys who are a few years into their careers who they've played the entire time under that. So when you think about those practices over the years, now, again, don't take me wrong. Like, I, you could look at it one of two ways. And, like, I'm sure there are some people who are like, exactly. And that's why we had to cut down on that regardless of the product because, you know, countless extra times, you know, you're prolonging careers, all that stuff. Okay, that that that's a valid point. But at the same time, you're see, I think you are starting to see a drop-off in, in the quality um, you know, and it, it's just, it's very, it seems different. I, I don't know how different it actually is, but it there certainly seems different when you're watching it. Yeah, for sure. So maybe, maybe some of that too is our, our access to like all around the league, you know, like I know red zone, red zone and things like that aren't like brand new anymore, but like you basically get to see like every score of every game if you want to now. And yep. like, we didn't have that for a long time. You got the two or three games that were on in your in your TV market every week, and that was it. You know what I mean? Well, sorry. And then you got the primetime games. So even if you wanted to, you got a, a handful of games every week. That's all you got to see. Now you get to see every team in the league, like any game you want, basically. I, I think that might be some of the, the change in perspective a little bit, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I enjoy Red Zone completely. Oh, my I, gosh, yes. I, I honestly have. I went to the Eagles-Dolphins game uh, just a few years ago. Um, I think it was – was that 2015? Um, I think it was. So, that was the last one. And afterwards, I was like, I'm okay to get into another game for a while. Right, right. And, I mean, it's not that I had a bad experience in Philadelphia or anything because obviously I was rooting for the Dolphins. The Dolphins did win that game, thankfully. Uh, but I just, I don't know, just it, the the drive down, the expensive parking, the expensive food, but getting out of the parking lot and getting home, it just has no match to just being at home, you know, to watch whatever you want, you stay up to date on a fantasy, be able to use your own bathroom and not have to go, you know, and they've got a long way to go. But I mean, there's stadiums, a lot of them are still selling out and a lot of them have uh, season ticket holders, you know, a wait list for them. 
And you see some other areas like in Los Angeles where that's not the case. Right. But I feel like they should have known that going in. Right. But anyways, a little bit off topic here. Let's keep rolling through the game. So New England beat uh, Tampa Bay 19-14. to New England moved to 3-2, three, three and two, but the Bucks dropped to 2-2. Two and two. A couple games here I'm not going to talk too much about. Jets at Browns. The Jets get the win. One they needed if they wanted to actually keep up this facade that they're a good football team. They're tied for first place. We did say that a New York football team would be the worst in the league. So, but, And we also, I think we both projected one to win their division, right? Yes. And and we're right on both those <laughs> accounts. We may just be a little off if we get a little more specific. Just that might have the conferences wrong. Right, right. Oh, and the season doesn't end on October 8th. Also, the it, Browns are awful. Except for that, yeah. They, they benched the guy who everybody's like, oh, maybe, you know. Maybe Deshaun Kaiser's the guy. Well, they benched him today, and then they scored. So, um, who knows what they're doing? They're yeah, just bad. No, um, that's the problem. No one knows what they're doing. Like the Jets, I mean, they're obviously better than that we thought they were going to be. They're not, you yeah. know, a team that's going to win just a couple games. Somebody did make a good point. You look at all the guys that they released, and everybody's like, "What are they doing? What are they doing?" Have any of them produced anywhere? No, there, a bunch so. of them aren't in the league. And a bunch of them are just not producing at all. So, so might have been time like, to cut don't get me wrong. They were trying to tank. Like they, that, that is what they were doing. Not working. They were trying to save money. But at the same time, they did cut guys that it didn't really hurt. As of now, it hasn't really hurt them that they cut those guys. So, And, and looking over these games, at least the way the NFL.com has them, including the Thursday night game, the first seven games were all decided by six points less that we're yeah. going to talk about. But we, so, t- we mention all the time, close doesn't equal good. Right, yeah. It, just it can equal it entertaining. Yeah, just but, a competitive entertaining doesn't mean it was good football. Right. But Jets beat the Browns 17-14. to 14. Another one, Detroit, they, they can't get down early. Because, I mean, if they weren't down early and they played as well as they do in the fourth all the time, they'd right. be beating up on teams. If they just played even and then played the fourth quarter, they'd, right. they'd win, like, all of their games. Because they were they down a, a significant amount to the Panthers early yeah. in the third quarter. Uh, actually, in the early in the fourth quarter, it was 27-10. And the Lions stormed back, scored two touchdowns, and, uh, you know, they were trying their best to uh, pull one out again. Just weren't able to do it. But now they've had two tough home losses to... NFC South teams in the Falcons and the Panthers. But Detroit hanging tough, not able to get it done against Carolina today. They lose 27 to 24. Yeah. So I think that's a, that's a big loss for the lions, especially with some of the other results around the league today. Um, But it's a huge win for the Panthers. The first time Cam Newton has passed for over 300 yards in back-to-back games since the first two games of his career, which is pretty crazy when you think about, well, the think of how, two, how they were the in 2015, two, too. Right, yeah. And that's where I thought they were going with the stat, but it was actually the first and second game of his career. That's crazy. Yeah, to pass for over 300 yards in those first two games, that's nuts. So, um, yeah, anyway, they're looking good, and eh, that, that's not exactly what I want because that's where the Eagles head on Thursday. Ah, yes. Yeah, but so. we have a couple people watching live, you know, uh, uh, Scott. And Zach and a few other people have been bouncing in and out, but both of them left comments, and one of Zach's was looking forward to that game Thursday night. Yeah, see, um, this is, and this is maybe the pessimist in me, like, right away. Um, I'm basically going to concede that game and be optimistic about the mini-buy then going into the Redskins the following week. Uh, that's at, a more important home. game, for sure. Right. And if you... This is getting way ahead. But 
If you were to tell me the Eagles would be five and two with a three and zero division record two weeks from You'd now, take it. Right, and that would mean the Eagles. I would get a trifecta on that weekend, and we already mentioned we want the trifecta. We want the trifecta in two weeks. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. You know, next week we can't get a trifecta because Penn State's on a bye. Right, exactly. So, and we hope that Wilson wins Friday night, and it's a much more manageable game Friday night than right. it is two weeks from now. Yes. But that's why we want two weeks from now. We want that win Friday, Saturday, and you want it on Sunday. Right. So that would be uh, that, that, that three-peat there. That's what we want two weeks from now. Wilson, Penn State, and you want the Eagles. And you'll live with the Eagles. I'll winning. live with the Eagles if it means I get the first two. <laughs> right, right. I can handle that. <laughs> so another couple or a few close games here until uh, we get to a surprising one out in <laughs> yeah. western Pennsylvania. 49ers at Colts, San Francisco winless still as the Colts able to squeak one out in overtime. Adam Vinatieri had himself a day. Of course, I benched him in fantasy, but that's okay. I'm still going to win. Uh, 26-23, Colts win it in overtime on the day that day after they unveiled the Manning statue. And I believe the game that they honored him in their their ring of fame yeah, or whatever they, yeah, they call they put it. put it in the ring. And they also, you know, a bunch of the guys were back. I don't know if you saw. He took a snap from Jeff Saturday and threw a pass to Reggie Wayne. In the end zone, like um, uh, the the yeah. good old college days for us. That's what, yeah. when he when he was uh, pulling that stuff out. We were in college. Crazy to think that that was that long ago. Yeah, crazy Saturday one word for it. Sad. <laughs> That's another one. So right before the game started this afternoon, I've been texting Justin all week, but I texted him again like around noon, twelve thirty, and I just wanted to know what am I going to do about my eliminator because I had. Pick Tennessee just a few days ago. I decided that's the one I was going to go with. And then it was announced that Mariota wasn't playing. And I, I didn't think the football gods would appreciate me taking a team, playing my team at home with a backup quarterback. So it just didn't feel right. So I texted Justin again. He never gave me any concrete stuff because I don't think he wanted me to take the Eagles because he didn't want No, me. I didn't want he to didn't take the want, Eagles. He didn't want to feel my wrath if they would lose. Exactly. But I switched from Tennessee over Miami to Philadelphia over Arizona. And as we're about to see, that was a good decision because the Dolphins miraculously beat the Titans today, 16-10. to 10. Now, Tennessee didn't have Mariota. I think Jay Cutler threw for 95 yards. I will also believe he was benched for Matt Moore. Okay. I know there were two starting quarterbacks today who threw for less than 100 yards and won. Crazy. I believe Jay Cutler is one of those. So he started and threw for less. I don't believe he finished, although right. I didn't get to see all that much of the early games live. So Yeah, you didn't want to see this one anyway. It was, <laughs> right. Okay. Those big plays, man, six. six. <laughs> so obviously Tennessee hurting without Mariota, but they were coming off of shellacking last week from the Texans, and Tennessee was our pick in the AFC South, so it's a little disappointing to – See it's, them put up 10 against Miami. Now, and, Miami's and, defense hasn't been the problem. It's been the offense. Right. So, Miami holding Tennessee, albeit backup quarterback, to 10 points. I believe Matt Castle was their guy today. That's that's fine. But Miami's still only putting up 16. I mean, they got to be getting at least 24, and so they're just not getting it. It becomes a cool, big question in my mind about the Dolphins. Is, is Ryan Tannehill the difference between this offense being bad and this offense being good? I don't know. Right. It's working in and, his favor but, right now. But see, that's the problem, is no one knows right now, I right. don't think. And so you end up – now, he, he is – he signed for a while, right? Like he, uh, yeah, a few yeah, more years. Signed, right. I'd so say at least three. It's not like the Bortles situation where they have to decide right. what are they going to do. 
you know, I think they, they've got him, but yeah, like you said, the defense isn't isn't in a situation where you're like, oh my gosh, you know, we, we have needs everywhere, you know? Um, so if you can get the offense clicking, that'd be one thing. But as of right now, it's hard to imagine that they wouldn't have been better off going with Matt Moore, right? Yeah. Maybe addressing some other needs, you know, trying to sign Who knows? someone. I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's easy for us to kind of sit here sure. and say, but... Um, what is the Dolphins' record? Are they two and two. two, and two? They beat right. the Chargers. So and they're they two lost and two. So they're only the they're only a half game out of first place Jets in the division Saints. because everyone else is kind of right there too. So. Right. So New England got the win to move to three and two, but my and Miami got the win to move to two and two. But one of their foes, who had been looking good for a few weeks, Buffalo, went to Cincinnati and lost today. Looking good. They had they had back to back beat the Broncos and the Falcons. Right. And then they lose to the Bengals, who right. couldn't score to no. start the year. Yeah. So they lose. This tw- is a bad loss. Cincinnati beats them twenty to sixteen. Buffalo, you know, looking like they could start to uh, take control of the AFC East and put pressure on the Patriots, and they stumble in Cincinnati. Right. AJ Green had a big day. Uh, of course, I picked up Charles Clay in two fantasy leagues, and he went out with an injury. So, but like sitting there on Thursday afternoon, I was like, man, there's a realistic chance that New England loses, even though I wasn't going to pick them to lose. Like, there's right. a realistic chance that they lose on Thursday night, and you could argue that they should have lost on Thursday night. And the Bills should have won this game. So, like, there could have been, you know, that would have been interesting because you would have had, would have had two and Patriots three and at two and, and three one. and four and one, two games back, right? Yeah, and. Well, the Patriots handled their business, and the Bills did not handle theirs. So, and next thing you know, they're tied. So, you know, that's not exactly the weekend. Um, there's uh, upstate New York fans wanted. So. No, not at all. Well, we talked about a New York team being bad. Well, there's only one of them that's 0-5. And I believe, once again, Eli is denied a victory against the team that originally drafted him. Yes. He has not beaten the Chargers. Really? I, I didn't know that. I believe he's 0-4 now against them. Somebody, I think it was Adam Schefter, tweeted out, this may be the worst day of for in the Giants' like history. To be 0-5? Well, they dropped to 0-5. Oh, and Odell Beckham Odell broke Beckham his leg or broke, ankle. Breaks his ankle, and their next two top receivers also are scheduled for MRIs tomorrow. Oh. Because they... They lost their Sterling top three Shepard and, and Brandon, Brandon Marshall. Marshall all left the game hurt. Wow. Yeah. And you moved to 0 and 5. You l- and to top you lost to a previously winless, winless team, team, right? Coming east in a one o'clock game. Oh right. This was at home. I was thinking this was in LA. No. <sighs> yeah, that's right. even it, worse. And they said, like, don't get me wrong, like, you know. But like if you look at like what can go wrong for an NFL team in a Sunday? Not much more could go wrong. For maybe Eli would have gotten hurt, although some might say maybe a right, gift. Right. Who is the backup in New York right now? I don't know. I'm yeah. not sure. Well, he's start, hasn't he started every game that he's oh, ever you played? Know what? Like, isn't, never... it, um, isn't it Ryan Nassib? That's who I was thinking, but I wasn't sure if it still was. I, I don't know. He was the last one I knew because... They took him from Syracuse. Well, and I knew Carl was at Penn State. It's his brother. So, oh, right, right, yeah. right. So that's yeah, how I knew that. Um, also on a winless team. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but one of those teams is supposed to be bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Giants, man. Oof. My uh, Don't get me wrong. Like, I had no problem watching the Giants lose. My Super Bowl but, pick, not my 
Super Bowl representative from the NFC. Not looking too good. Yeah, I picked them to win the East, and I hope that's wrong. Man. <laughs> Man, do you think – could Eli get the hook when McAdoo done? They they could both be done, right? I mean, it's New York. Anything's possible. Why would you bring in a new one? Here, if you change coaches, you can stick with Eli and draft someone. You can do that. But I don't know that McAdoo lasts through getting rid of Eli and then getting someone. Right. You know, because let's look at it. And I know I'm not going to make the argument that it should mean anything, but Eli's the one that won him two Super Bowls out of him and McAdoo. Right. You know, somebody said, look, you, people can say what they want about Doug Peterson, right? Somebody's like, I don't hear a lot of people saying they wish McAdoo would have taken the Eagles offer. Because the Eagles reportedly have made an offer to him mm. that he didn't want. Um, yeah. So we we don't have the game up live. That'd be the Chiefs Texans game. But according to Jan watching live, he said that JJ Watt was just helped off the field. Oh. So okay. that's not good for the Texans. Although Kansas City is up just three nothing nearing the end of the first. Right, and Texans have the ball in. Kansas City territory, although second and nineteen is an alert on NFL.com about the JJ Watt injury as well. So, all right, so Chargers beat the Giants 27-22. First win for the LA Chargers. Giants dropped to 0-5. Surprising one in Western Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Steel City. You know, there was a game of it at halftime. It was seven six, and then Jacksonville opened it up in the second half, and the Steelers couldn't keep with it. Pittsburgh, no touchdowns on the day. Well, at least their offense gave up some touchdowns on the day. Yeah. They did not play the Jaguars' defense, by the way. Yeah. The Jaguars had five interceptions. Crazy. And two pick sixes. Um, Leonard Fournette rushed for 170-some yards, I think. 172 yards. 182 okay. or 181, something like that. 90 of which came on one run. But, like, it's not like I'll you take, ran for I'll 100. Take, we'll take like, it. 90-yard run. Right, for a touchdown. Like, just and then Ben Ben says this is another one where I feel like he's just saying what he's thinking and people are gonna just jump all over him for it. Uh, but he says maybe I just don't have it anymore. Well, people well, I were saying that it looks like he's been checked out since the end of last year. Well, like he he talks in about theory he's about retirement, but you never know what to think with him because he he's always one to kind of have a flair for the dramatic, let's say, yeah. right? He's always lets you know how hurt he is and he plays through it. No, he's he's been great. Like I'm not taking that away, but like. He lets you know every obstacle he has, right? Like, that, it's pretty well documented. And the retirement thing, I think a lot of people, including me, kind of chalked it up to, eh, you know, and he's just kind of messing with it. But he does kind of seem like he doesn't really, not doesn't care, but this does not look like the Steelers team. Like, you keep waiting for them to, like, get out of it. Yeah, I know, um, I know they struggled in that first week against Cleveland and the Browns don't look like they're any good. Right. But I don't know. I just I'm just kind of waiting for them. You feel it, like they have the listen, pieces. Listen, this is still another one like the Patriots. We've seen this movie, right? We saw it we've, last year. We've seen this. People are gonna write them off. Like, would it? Would it? It wouldn't surprise me at all to see Steelers Patriots AFC Championship game. Oh, not at all. Not at all. And honestly, if you gave me the Chiefs, I'd probably like those three, and you know two of those three teams aren't playing well at all right now, I'd still, you know, I'd think, oh, well, that's that's probably your best chance. You yeah. know, like, because 
Wow, he dove in from the four. <laughs> Tommy Stevens tried that. But sure, it didn't work. Didn't work as well. Right. Well, he still did all right, but I mean, he was still scoring. Didn't go right. like that, right? Um, but anyway, I just Steelers. I mean, Ben threw for over three hundred yards, but five, five interceptions is most he's ever thrown. It's hard to do. It's hard it to is do. Throw, throw that many. Jaguars had the number one pass defense coming into the day. They gave up three hundred yards, but intercepted Ben five times and didn't give up a touchdown. Nuts. Yeah. Like so, I said, it was er- in the first half. It was anybody's game. Oh my you gosh! Know, yeah. It was. I think what did I say. Seven, Jacksonville's six offense time. isn't going to do anything because I mentioned two quarterbacks under hundred yards. Blake Bortles threw for ninety-two yards in a did way. He really? Yes. Yeah. I now they didn't have to. Leonard Fournette ran for one hundred and seven or one hundred eighty some yards. You know, and this is not a team that's going to like you know pass when they can run. No, they're they're going to hand it to Fournette and and run. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that I, I I'm used to this from the Steelers, not the Patriots, though. <laughs> like, yeah, Patriots, they're not a team that usually. The Steelers are much more that like roller coaster ride, yeah. and then they hit their. They have stride that October and they're, they're dip, fine. that October, right. and then once November comes around, right, they'll be fire. Right. Yes, and I again, I'm still I'll believe it when I see it that this is going to be something that lasts. Longer. Barry Church, you know what high school you went to? No, Penn Hills. I did not know that. Now you do. The more you know. I was hoping Puzzlesny would get one of these, you know, just because I know he's a Pittsburgh boy too. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, yeah, not not a good day for uh, the Steelers Nation. Um, like, where, where was, was that? that to? Where oh, was that? That was a bad one. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. Man, like there was no one in the area. Right. He must. That must have just been an overthrow. And watch. Antonio Brown still, man. Did he throw any water? I was going to say, so it's kind of interesting that, because they were in the news all week about. He he said, he's like, I'm glad, I'm glad I got called out or whatever. Right. So we're going to see Fournette's touchdown here. Is that what's coming up? Here it is. I can't. Whoop. Oh, man. And gone. Oh, and then your running back is outrunning your entire secondary. Like he's putting distance there. Yeah. Not like. Wow. Yeah. I believe um I believe Chad's parents were out at the game. Were they? I think so. I know when I, I think they were out there um visiting Sense. friends, but sure. why not? Yeah. So, so yeah, fun follow for the Steelers. They gotta be grouping one of the uh, one of the teams of the AFC. Look for them. Like we said, no one's really playing that well. So they're not out of that. Um and now they are technically behind the Jaguars in the playoff race as they're right. three and two. But they have that loss to Jacksonville. Yeah. So. so, I mean, Jacksonville, one of those where, you know, you, we write them off as, oh, they're not that good, not that good. But they've beaten Houston, they've beaten the Steelers, and they beat Ravens, right? That's yeah, they destroyed them. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. Man, that's one team for sure that I just don't get. But then it's got destroyed Titans. You know, so I don't, I don't know what to make of. It's hard. It's hard to judge the Titans if Mariota's not healthy. Right. However, no, the game against Miami, I don't. Games last year and this year, now it's. Starting to get fair to say, like, well, how much can you count on him? Right. I like Mariota. I really do. But when you miss games back to back years, then it starts to become a question. So, yeah, for, uh, for sure. I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't hold today's loss to the Dolphins again as a team overall, especially if Mariota can be back next week. Right. If he's out a week, not a big deal. You know, if less, he misses less, three, right. four, like that, you're starting to yep. uh, 
really think the right. potential in that division. I'm not sure one game is going to be the difference between them in the playoffs or not, but two or three starts to get interesting. So, yeah. I, well, I want to talk about the Eagles here and show some highlights. Ooh. Failing to load. So let's right. let's just talk about the uh, the game. Okay. Um, fast start today. Fast start yeah. from Philadelphia. So, Eagles um, kicked off. They deferred, which they were actually talking a lot about on the radio. Because, um, a lot of teams will kind of have made up in their mind what they want to do. The Eagles have have been under Peterson, and they kind of depending on who they're playing. If they win the toss, they'll do certain things. But anyway, they kick off. They hold Arizona to pretty much three and out. They punt. Kenyon Barner is now a punter turner after he had a stint in the and then it was let go. But with Sproles being put on IR, um, they brought Ken Barner back, and he had a heck of a game. They had him end up in the backfield running, kind of like a Sproles-type role. Sproles slash Wendell Smallwood missed today with a knee uh, injury. So um, they had him there, and then his second punt return, though. So they march right down the field, um, leads a beautiful drive, and and hits um, Burton for a touchdown, I believe. And then... um, they go, and this might be it on the other side. If it loads yeah. properly, let's see. Um, but yeah, anyway, here we go. third and 11, this could be it. Because they were insane. No, okay. They were insane on third downs today. And I went to Jeffrey. Right. They were insane on third downs. It's going to be down here at the bottom. So, Burton's going to come to the bottom of the screen. I know they can't see my hand there. but So, beautiful throw. Second and seven. Right. And, and your third, that's your third tight end. Who went out and made that I was going to say, I don't even know who that um, is. I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, he's a special teams guy. Um, now he's got a touchdown. Right, yeah. So, the defense was swarming. Did Fletcher all, Cox play today? No, he didn't. He was out. Yeah, they did all this without Fletcher Cox. And uh, uh, Rodney McLeod was back. Um, but this is this is Kenyon Barner's second punt return. Watch this. So, he took it at the 10. And he returned. Oh, he's he's going to return it. Sick. He's going to return it to the 15. Right? And then... Uh, they were able to punch in. So the Eagles jump out to a 21 nothing lead. Um, and just like that, and you're like, okay, you know, like, I I would love for the game to keep going like this. I'm pretty sure it won't keep going exactly like this, you know, just because it's hard to keep that kind of intensity. And it's it's the NFL. Like, you're not going to just steamroll a team like in college, you know. Um, but at the same time, so then we hit a Ertz. different tight end, right? Ertz got one. So the then, um, Is it still Selleck? Yeah, Selleck's there. Yeah. So it's yeah. This is probably last year though. Probably yes. Um, here we go. Watch this move by Aguilar. Ready? Oh, no, it's Tory Smith. Oh, sorry, that's Tory Smith. Aguilar's touchdown is later. Yeah. Sorry, on on the same play. Oh, right? really? So, yeah, pretty much. But he has he like he jukes the, the safety like out of his shoes on it. So Tory Smith, who you know was out there saying like you know I can contribute, and this is getting a lot of play. All right, this is getting a lot of play. This is the touchdown celebration. Because I believe they did it right in front of Mike Trout, by the way, who was oh, there. Today? Yeah. So, um, and he <laughs> he loved it. Um, but anyway, they do give up a score to the Cardinals then once they were up 21 nothing, But then they were able to, despite an interception in the end zone right before halftime that went through when they could have kicked a field goal to go up 24-7, um, they were getting the ball to start the second half. And they were able to kind of come back and, and be all right. Yeah, they I they were Benny putting Curry. it on. Yeah. I, um, they, the defensive line has been playing really well. Um, they were able to run the ball again today. Um, 
One's getting off for a run. This is one. So they marked him a yard short, right? And I was so screaming. Was I'm like, he, I was like, he dove head first. He dove head first. They actually, they Did met they and they talked it? and they, they didn't even review it. They talked and they moved it and they gave him the first down. Because he didn't get touched. So he dove head first, but right. didn't get touched. See, there oh, was, right. Yeah. Just late on the throw. And I was mad because, like, it would have been a long field goal, but they had a chance. This is a great pick. Like, they had his feet down here. But Antoine Bethay. Yeah. But then, so, you know, they, the Cardinals actually drive down and have a chance for a field goal before halftime here. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, this is going to be a six-point swing right before half. It's going to be an 11-point game. You know, I'm just – I'm frustrated at this point because I know the Cardinals with their passing because that's all they've really been able to do. But – with their passing, you know, that, that's something that could get them back in the game in a hurry. Now, you see, they get right down into field goal range. And then the Eagles make a play and block the field goal. Hey, so, that, right. you got to have all facets of the game. Right. And, and special you, teams was great today. Special teams was great. So, get a hand on the field goal. I was going to say, if that doesn't roll out of the back of the end zone, they can return that. Right, yeah. That I mean, awesome. last play, what do you have to lose? You know, right. last play of the, the first half. So, here it is. Nelson Aguilar. Now watch. Ready? Whoop. Oh, man. That's <laughs> sick. Yeah, I did see that one. I did. I, and I, because I, I yeah. saw that way that he goes into the. Yeah. So here, here's a question for you as we watch the rest of the highlights from the second half. This has been talked about a lot and it's been posed by a commenter. Uh, Jan, once again, talks about the Eagles' guard situation. Ooh, it's because it's what's still ugly. Going Everywhere on else they've been great. But why – guard rotation is an interesting thing that I'm yeah, not sure is done all that often. I mean, it's <laughs> offensive line, so maybe it doesn't get a lot of play. But in Philadelphia, everything gets a lot of play. Yes. And now, obviously, I'm biased because yeah. one guy no, is a Penn so Stater and one guy is from Alabama. But, but they've been working the third guy in too. They've actually at times had a three-person rotation at left guard. Why – like is one – Better pass blocker, so one supposedly, better run blocker. Supposedly, Warmack can only run block. That, okay. that, that's what I've picked up from other people. Like, I don't know that. But that's what I've picked up from other people. Um, oh, there you count that as a fumble, maybe? I don't know. But anyway. Um, so, with Warmack... Um, you know, Warmack was a first-round pick by the Titans, and yeah. it was cut. Um, but then you get to, um, let's see, w- uh, Wisniewski, and I, I, I mean, maybe he's quite yeah, I, I don't know, but they, he's, he's done he's better. He's been a journeyman. He's right. bounced around but, but to he's a few done teams. Better. Like when he's in the game, he's well, good. Better. So I wish they would settle on right. Him. And, and he's uh, nice and center too because he's naturally a center. At least in his right. time in the NFL, he's been a center. Penn State, he played guard and center. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of hopeful someone will just settle in, like because the Eagles. I don't really care who is as long as like I love someone to like win to that situation right. instead of Be to, like keep like we keep rotating guys through. Guys keep messing. But anyway, that was a big. Big win for the Eagles. I, I told you the reason I didn't want you to pick that game up because I had sent this to you earlier in the week. Like, oh man, you're you're three and one. You're playing a team two and two, a, a Western team coming east for an early start. A team that has had tr- struggles. You know, it's without their best play offensive player now. Larry Fitzgerald's still great. 
Carson Palmer was great, mm-hmm. but you know Johnson was their their best running, yeah, right. their best offensive threat, and they can't block because the left side of their line is gone. Right, they lost their left guard and their left tackle, so like they're they're struggling. Their their defense isn't what it was. All those reasons are reasons why I'm like, this is a game I've seen the Eagles lose how many times? This is a game the Eagles lose in the last five years. Yes. Yes. Like, I I mean, I'm sure, obviously, it had and to I'm not, happen I'm during not the saying, Andy I'm not saying, era, right. But... I'm not saying pencil them in for winning the division because they're at 4-1. That's not what I'm saying. But we've seen them lose this game for the last five years. They've lost this game. This game is one they've lost. This is and then they game... missed the playoffs by a game, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, exactly. there it is. I've seen the Dolphins do that time and time again right. over the last 15 years. <laughs> that this is a team that is 6-10 and 10 to 10-6, ten and six, but they lose that game. Right. And they end up going like 7-9 and nine or 8-8, eight and eight, and you're, you're stuck in right. that mediocrity or, we always talk right. about. Or, you know, you lose the division by a game, and instead you're the wild card. Now you're going on the road to like... Right. You know, you're you're going to Atlanta. You're not necessarily Atlanta, but you know, you're going to Atlanta in the first round of the playoffs or to Carolina instead of hosting somebody. Hosting game, you know, right. like I'm not saying that's what's gonna happen here. It's four one. It's the first well, it's the second Sunday in October. But that's a big win because it's a game they should win. And we alluded to this in the schedule earlier. They're the road team on Thursday at Carolina. Carolina right. looks good. I, I would love this for is Philadelphia. A huge, huge. Game. I would love for Philadelphia to win that game, but like I said, I would I would trade that one for Week Seven. I I know that may seem a little foolish, but to get to three and zero and to knock Washington down a notch would be huge in my opinion. Right. Now Washington now go has to buy this yeah, week. You, but you're right. You go week. from Thursday night to Monday night. Right. So they get the mini buy there, you know, and then they only have, you know, they play on the 29th. You know, and then they play on the ninth, but then they have the bye in week ten. So, so it's kind of like they don't go on the road for a month, right? Yeah. So you go to Carolina this week, short week, Thursday night, huge game, four and one versus four and one. Then you host the Redskins, host host the 49ers, host the Broncos, go on a bye before you go to Dallas on November nineteenth, right? Yeah. So I mean, and they like they have the bye going into the Dallas week. There's lots of things here for the schedule, the middle part of the schedule, which was brutal to them last year. Not necessarily just in opponents, but in their actual product that they were putting on the field. You know, if if they're going to, I don't even want to say it, but they need to split Carolina and Washington. If you if if they split that, if they're, if they're going to lose a game, right, right, don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah, I'd love for them to win either one of those. They have to beat San Francisco. San Francisco is coming east. That's a one o'clock game. They've got to win that one, right? That that if you want to be a playoff team, that's a game you must win. And then you look at. You know, Denver coming in, I'd say toss-up. It's hard to say because Denver is on a bye this week, aren't they? Yeah. It's like you didn't get to see them. They've kind of been up and down. But that, you know, that, that yeah, defense is – they beat is, up on that, the Cowboys and right. they lose that to the Bills. Right. That defense is, is you know, still something special. So, you know, but if they could if they could make it three – if they go three and one over their next four, that that would be – then it would be hard for me to contain my excitement. Even though they, I'm not saying it's easy from there. Like it's not easy from at all from there. But I, I'd start to get excited, you know, because the, the, they're going to have meaningful games down the stretch, regardless. At that point, right? Um, it's not not easy. Favored the Eagles because um, did they have a prime time game yet this year? No, they haven't in the first five weeks. But take a look at the rest. 
Yeah. They've got Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night, Sunday night, Monday night. Yeah. Over the last, uh, well, technically 13 weeks of the season, right. but 12 games. Or 11 right. games. 11 games. So they are away games. three weeks in a row. The first three weeks of December. Right. At well, Seattle, at L.A., and at the Giants. And at the Giants. Now, I think this might, that Seattle, LA may have been one of the things they asked for because they were playing both to LA both. teams this year. Yeah, so you that don't have four, to. One, and Seattle, if they could stay out there, I think they may stay out there that week of December 3rd to December 10th. So, but anyway, still a long way to go. There are five games into the season. But to be at four and one. Well, yeah, it's better than be four with their and one. Loss to the three Chiefs. and two, or, or right. two and three, I mean. Right, so yeah, and then, yeah, right. They're only losses to the Chiefs, who right now are the best team record-wise in the NFL. Right, and they competed. You know, they, they were able to compete in that game, and it was in Kansas City. So, and I'm, I don't know. I, I'm really hopeful, but they're they're going to be they're going to start getting some guys back in the secondary, including possibly is it Sidney Jones? I the guy from Washington that dislocated his ankle like last year and was out like mo- most of the year. Was that last year, man? I thought they just drafted him this year. No, 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 they did. Oh, okay. he hurt his ankle last year. Yes. yes, they drafted him. Was he on pup or was he put on IR? I think he was on pup. Like I think I expected him to miss the whole year, but no, I well, don't there's know. talk that he may be starting to practice soon. Now, that's a long way, but they've got some young guys back there, and and as guys start to get healthy, because like two weeks ago they had four guys. They had four. They had four. Cor- they had four defensive backs. Are we talking healthy. about Wilson, or are we talking yeah, about- it kind of seems like a theme. But if they can keep getting the trifecta weekends, I'm I'm happy. So, <laughs> so we'll yeah. see. Eagles need to keep it going. Yeah, we're well, right here. Jan Jan talks about the cornerbacks, the Eagles cornerbacks. He says, "Don't dismiss the experience uh, the young corners are getting." Cox should be back for Washington. Right. Maybe Ronald Darby. I, I don't know. I, I'm not keeping up. I know that was a kind of a disgusting injury. It earlier. was, but it was no ligament damage, so it was. Well, that's good. It was like I think the six to eight weeks. And he says Sidney Jones may be ready to play against Dallas. Okay, Dallas so after is the bye, November nineteenth. Right. Yeah. So, so hey, keep an eye on that for sure. See, I would love to have. Darby back for the Washington game. I don't know that that's going to happen, but I'd love to have him back. Don't rush him back though. Like, but man, setting if if they if they could manage a win at Carolina, that would be huge because then, you know, not that there's not as much pressure, but you still have that mini buy going into the Washington game. Hmm. Yeah, it's a NFL's got to be excited. CBS has to be really excited about Thursday night. Yeah, big game. to have to form one yeah. team squaring off. I'm not yeah. sure anyone would have uh, expected that to happen. So. All right, final three games to talk about. Seahawks at Rams. This is one oh that over the last few years gosh, the Rams have already got, always gotten away with. Unable to do it this year in Los Angeles. Seattle came to town. They were tied at halftime 10-10. Put up two field goals, 16-10 to Seahawks. When they needed this one for sure because more was expected of them than the Rams. This but perfect example though. Close game doesn't mean good game. Like right. And don't give me oh well they're two great defenses. No, they're two good defenses. And then have been better in the past. Right. And it's hard to like the defense can be good and the offense still be bad. Like does that make sense? So like yeah. yes the Rams defense is good, but the Seahawks offense is bad. That's what I was going to say. Like the biggest takeaway here is that Seattle's offense is still bad because they have a terrible offensive line. And they can't get their running game going. No, because they they did the exact opposite of what we've seen successful teams do the last the last few years. I know it sounds ridiculous because it sounds like such an uh, uh, obvious concept. 
invest in your offensive line and virtually everything else on offense will be taken care of, right? Like, you know, like you can get, you can, they have a quarterback. They've got skilled players. So if they could protect them, you would think they'll be fine. They can't protect them at all. Russell Wilson is running for his life every time he drops back. But they don't they have a receiver that can get open. They got the win that they needed, but Seattle, not the team. You know, no. Both our NFC champ picks are struggling. Yeah. Mine, obviously, at 0-5 is not doing right. anyone good. But yours in Seattle, and I also had, I may have even had Seattle Somebody, in the NFC championship. So Cam, Cam Chancellor got juked like today and didn't make, and missed the tackle. And somebody was like, man, like seeing Cam Chancellor get juked like that, it makes, it's like the same feeling you get watching your dad get beat up or something like that. Because <laughs> you're just, you know, referencing like this was the Legion of Boom. Right. And like now. They still held the Rams to one touchdown, and Jared Goff had been putting up huge numbers. Yeah, so, like, he was. The defense played well; like they gave up ten points in an NFL game. That that's not a problem, right? The Rams the have been averaging, I think, like thirty-five awful. a game or something like right. that. So yeah, Seattle offense is holding them back, but we've we've heard that schism up there before, offense yeah. versus defense, yeah. and it may not be going away anytime soon. Speaking of teams that wow. I can't get a grasp on, no. now I know Derek Carr, much like Marcus Mariota. Yeah, oft injured now over the last year, can't get anything going in Oakland with um, EJ Manuel. Surprise, surprise! But Baltimore putting up thirty, including twenty four in the first half. Yeah, you know, and this is a team that two weeks ago got destroyed by the Jaguars in London. Yeah, I just and, and then think this about, is the one of the games that makes me co- so confused on the start of the season. Think about the travel they played in London two weeks ago. They were in Baltimore last week and lost and lost, and then they traveled to Oakland this week. Like, you know, in a two-week span, I know they didn't travel the middle week, but that's a long way. <laughs> you know, like, you're talking nine hours difference between the two places you played two weeks apart. Um, but anyway, yeah, the the Raiders, whew, like, I, I don't know what to think. But there's two teams I don't know what to think. The Ravens, you know, they've had moments where they lose 44 nothing in London. You know, like, oh, my gosh. But then they have moments where you're like, oh, well. And they lost no. to Pittsburgh last week. And right. Pittsburgh looked terrible today. I know. Against Jackson. And then, but then they travel to Oakland and they win. And I know Oakland doesn't have Derek Carr. But, like, they travel to Oakland and win. Like, Right. And the Raiders are supposed to be more than Carr. They're supposed to have a really good defense. Right. Putting up 30 Amari points. Cooper can't catch a cold this year. Crabtree can, though. Yes, so. but he was hurt last week. Exactly. That's right. why I didn't play him today. <laughs> so, yeah. But, Baltimore yeah. and Oakland just kind of, they're the ones that leave me scratching my head for sure. I just can't get it. But. Whereas Oakland's in a much worse position because Denver looks legit and Kansas City is legit. Chargers are playing everyone Uh, tough. The Ravens, we talked about their division. Browns crossed them off the list. They're no threat. Maybe they might be a threat to win a game because the Ravens have been so inconsistent, inconsistent, but not for the division. Cincinnati, you know, maybe if they can get things rolling there, they won today, but like they've looked awful. And then the Steelers. Like we keep, and they already lost to the we, Steelers, right? We think the Steelers are going to get it rolling, but like they haven't really shown anything to make you think, oh yeah, they've got it, you know. So AFC North, man, ugh. yeah, I, they'll, I, I, they'll get it going. The Steelers will get it going. Why? Because they're the Steelers, right? And they'll make us watch that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, the last, what were you going to say? I thought. Uh, I was just going to say, I'm ready to talk about this one, too. <laughs> well, we're not going to spend too much time on it because we're going to wrap up. But That's fine. We can spend a, the, just one good minute on this one. The final late game to talk about was Packers at Cowboys. 
Early it was all Dallas. They were up twenty-one to six for a while, and twenty-one to twelve at halftime. Mm-hmm. Mason Crosby m- missed both extra points. One bounced off the uprights and out, and the other one was maybe a quasi bad hold. At least threw off the timing, yeah. but you're an NFL player. You need to make that kick. Right. And it's an extra point. It's not a 50-yard Right. Ball. So they were down 21-12 at halftime, 21-15 after the third, and then all of a sudden the Cowboys couldn't stop Aaron Rodgers in the fourth quarter, giving up 20 points, including a touchdown pass with like 15 seconds left to Devontae Adams. Yeah. And this is back-to-back weeks that the Cowboys have blown double-digit leads. Double leads at home to the Rams and the Packers. Now – Honestly, the Rams one is probably a worse one than right. this one. But they uh, saw but, this story last year. Right. And Aaron Rodgers, I believe, is now 7-1 and one at Dallas. Um, wow. Including they ended the se- they ended their season in a similar fashion last year um, in the playoffs. Yeah. They scored with a mid-18. Too Troy, much time. Troy Aikman is saying on the, they shouldn't have thrown it on second down. They left them too much time. And, and, see, and you're I, thinking like... I and guess this, that, yeah, but oh, man. you're losing, right? And and you're losing by more than three. It's one thing if you're down three and you know that. Look, if they stonewall us out of the out of the end zone here, we can kick a field goal, go to overtime. Like you can, I understand that you were down four. You have to score the touchdown. <laughs> score the touchdown. It's the defense's right. job because then you were up three, right, against the kicker who had missed two extra points already that day. You can, you know, you can allude to the fact that you have a great quarterback over there that can do the come from behind thing when, when the moment's big, he becomes bigger, whatever. That's great. But to say like you need to basically take a knee or throw a play here and there to take time away is ludicrous. It's kind of like the guy that I saw a few months ago on The Price is Right who was making stupid bids because he was trying to figure out when they were going to give a car away. At least that's what I'm thinking he was doing because, like, seriously, some of the bids for that, you know, when they're in contestants row or whatever they call it, he was bidding, like, 28000 for, like, that opening thing. And, like, everyone's like, what is he doing? <laughs> I'm guessing he was trying to figure out, like, when they were going to give a car away. That's my guess. Guess what? He never ended up getting picked because he was throwing his – his guess right, is he should have gone, spun the wheel, win the showcase, and right. then you get and your then car. Then you get your car. You don't right. have to worry about it. But that's exactly what when, when people are like, "Oh, there's too much time left." No, you were losing. You're not going to score. Right. Like, no, all, you got to put it on your all defense. on the defense. You give up 20 points in the fourth quarter. You don't deserve to win, right? That's, oh yeah, absolutely. That's the reality of it. That is the reality. So in the late game, Kansas City and Houston uh, defensive slugfest, even with the Texans without JJ Watt. Uh, they've only given up two field goals to the Chiefs, but Houston, Deshaun Watson, after putting up 50-plus last week, a big, fat goose egg right now. So, again, though, this tells you what is up with New England. Well, I know it wasn't New England last week, but, like, no, New England but gave up a ton of points to Deshaun Houston, Watson, too. to like, Carolina, to Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, that, that New England defense, something's not right there. Not, something's not right on the offensive line either. Tampa Bay had one sack coming into the week. Would they have three? Yeah, they had at least three. So, well, the Monday night game tomorrow night, Vikings going to the Windy City to take on the Bears. Mitch Trubisky getting his first start. Not a great team to get your first start against because defensively the Vikings have been pretty solid. They've got a great uh, secondary as well. Xavier Rhodes is becoming an elite corner in the league. Minnesota, though, uh, struggling a bit recently. I guess the Case Keenum bandwagon, the wheels are starting to fall off. They haven't been uh, able to get no. uh, it done. Although, what's um, 
Bradford was practicing some this week. So yeah, I do was, not know. He was if upgraded he's... from doubtful to questionable. Okay. So, so I think he's he might be a game time decision. Right, right. This is actually a game that I had considered for the eliminator, but a lot of people are picking the Bears in this one. Yeah, it, honestly, if the Bears, I know they weren't good under Glennon, but like, who's going to take a rookie quarterback against the Vikings defense? I know the Vikings defense. Hasn't been quite I as think good, Glennon is just a scapegoat, too, because they yeah. could have easily beaten the Falcons in week one, and they if could they, have easily... If they catch the ball in the end zone, they beat the Falcons. They could have beaten the Bucks in the week two. Right. Like yeah. I mean, I know the score wasn't as close as the Falcons game, but I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't think it's all Glennon's fault, but the quarterback is always the first fall guy. Right, and they drafted a guy number two overall, right. so, you gotta so see what they're going to play him, right. Just like... and, and it, It's not make or break in this first game or first season, because we saw Jared Goff looked awful last right. year. And now new look, coach, right? Which could happen in Chicago Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Um, here's one of the things that's interesting. They said the Browns have a ton of draft picks, right? You know, but they essentially they passed on basically um, who the Wentz. They passed on Dak, and they, they listed someone else from from last year that they essentially passed on to to get the Sean Kaiser. As their quarter, not to get that, but that's like what they're where they're at now, and they're like, I know they have a lot of needs, and they have, you know, they were able to trade out, but like the Sean Kaiser, are they gonna? What's the story they're gonna be? Are they gonna give yeah. up on him because they pulled him today? He he's looked awful, but he just yeah, he hasn't a couple of flashes here and there, but overall just right. Not he's looked worse each week, and that's like the opposite oh, of what you need to have happen, for yeah. sure. Because we've seen Deshaun Watson look. I don't want to say he's been looking better every week, but he'll have a an average or a bad week and respond with a good week. You know, right. you're gonna get Which those inconsistencies, but you want to see some improvement. Right. And, and Kaiser's been going backwards, right. so who knows? But that's Browns week are five. going to Brown, right? Yeah, right. That's week five in a nutshell. We touched on everything and previewed uh, the game tomorrow. We'll be back again in two weeks to talk about week seven as we be inching ever so closely to that midway point here coming That's up crazy crazy to think about but hopefully we're elated and you're three for three two weeks from now because that would be uh man a great thing in the high school world the college world and for you in the pro world because i am yeah. even with miami's win Wait, today i don't game is a monday much. night game isn't it the Eagles Redskins in two weeks. Oh yeah, it yeah. is. Oh, I was gonna drag it out. Uh, well, right. hopefully you're two and zero when we're sitting yeah. here in two weeks. You know what? I'll settle for that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, uh, any shout outs? Anything to add before we get out of here? No. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really think that I have uh, anything to add either. So, um, thanks for joining us. This wraps up the 245th episode of the Joe Mays and J Rap Show. We hope you tune in every Sunday for our take on sports. Until next time, I'm J Rap. And I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Tune Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin. Each episode is available live on Facebook Live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can interact with Joe and Justin on Facebook and Twitter. And stay up to date with the guys at JoeMaysAndJRaff.com. The Joe Mays and J-Rap Show is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. For more info, visit jmnjrradio.com.